Hello, it's Anya and Elapitha, and welcome back to episode two of What's, What's Her Name, Name Again? Thanks so much for everybody that is tuning in again. Uh, we really appreciate the support on our first podcast that was released last week. We got loads of messages and shares and comments and we really, really appreciate it. So we're glad that you enjoyed and hope that you enjoy this podcast on dating. Anya, how do you feel about us talking about dating? Do you know what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, so like mixed emotions because obviously I'm the biggest single Pringlest in the world. <laughs> so I'm like, dating is weird for me. Um at the minute I'm just not into it like I just could not be arsed like I couldn't I couldn't be bothered with it it feels like too much of a hassle for me even though me being on like two dating apps at the minute and still saying that I don't want to do anything then like (laughs) hmm what are your like general feelings not online dating but like dating in general like when you're able to meet someone in real life see see like being completely honest like I don't really date people like I don't know well can you classify like someone asking you to come to their house as a date because that's all no. people do nowadays to me like <laughs> oh do you want to come over and I'm like no like take me out and wine and dine me like what, what's no, the problem that is not a date that is such a half-assed attempt at a date like people need to step up their game I think so too I think like the whole Netflix and chill thing is fine if you've actually met people and they've made some sort of an effort prior. Yeah. And then and then they're like, oh, I can't be on our good night tonight. Do you want to just, you know, come around to my house or whatever? And that's fine. If you're chatting to someone and you're actually like chatting to them for a long time and you're you're wanting to go out and do something and then they say Netflix and chill, like that puts me off completely. Like that will definitely like make me turn the other direction and and I'd be like see unless I really fancied them and like Netflix and chill was like oh yeah I really want to go over and meet this person which most of the time it's not but then that's probably just me I think it's like it's it's a total I don't even know whether it's pure laziness it's mm-hmm. probably not laziness every time but it could be like a very I don't know like insecurity thing like a like yeah a, like being able to like meet someone in your own home like you don't have you're not as nervous as you would be going mm. out and the expectations aren't there too so maybe it's just a total and like total comfort thing yeah. for people which so, I don't necessarily agree with like if you are gonna meet someone and you're gonna form some sort of like relationship or you're gonna form some sort of connection or just to actually hang out with someone you should be able to like put a bit of effort into it I'm I'm bad for for saying Netflix and chill like it's, it's terrible because see when a lot of people ask me out on a date I absolutely I say yeah like absolutely good let's go for a date and it gets to the day off and I'm like like the anxiety is crippling me I'm like I cannot go meet this person like this <laughs> like I'm sorry like texting being like oh my god I'm really sorry my dog broke its baby toe like I can't come no out. no you can't do that <laughs> I no I totally get that it is to- it's so nerve-wracking it's so nerve-wracking going uh-huh. out in a date because it's this whole thing that whenever you're used to speaking to someone via social media you know yes okay they've seen your pictures but there is an mm-hmm. element of like 
okay I've chatted to them like but are they actually gonna like me like am I gonna walk in here and they're gonna be like oh what the fuck absolute you know? so... catfish like <laughs> I am a catfish you're I'm the biggest not cat at all. oh my god yes I am like no, you're fucking not the biggest catfish <laughs> sitting across the table with someone being like who is that <laughs> you look exactly the same like wise up you actually do like um, I don't know about me like <laughs> no yeah you don't no <laughs> um but I mean like that's the thing it's like you know there's so many different elements that come into play I personally like enjoy meeting someone outside of both of our comfort zones like it's obviously nerve-wracking but mm-hmm. I enjoy it like because it's just something different you know it kind of like keeps you on your toes with people and mm-hmm. I would always I think if I was if I was chatting to someone I would always kind of steer the conversation if it ever came up you know you know you're having a bit of a laugh with someone and they talk about meeting up I'll always steer the conversation to to make it sound like to go out somewhere rather than yeah. sit in because I think if you put that expectation on them then that's where they know right okay if I tell her to come over she's going to tell me to f off basically mm-hmm. so you kind of set the scene a wee bit because I think yeah. it is important for for you to at least see a bit of an effort before you can kind of like mm-hmm. because at the end of the day it's you're given this person your time and they're giving you yours so there has to be some sort of like mutual like effort Happy put into medium. it exactly um have you ever been on like a blind date or anything blind date mm, i don't think so no um, me neither would you blind date. um i don't know like yeah probably like if i D- if i if i text you and i was like look i know this guy he's really nice and you know will you go meet him like tonight or whatever and he didn't wait like are you like, getting are you getting my hopes up here or well we're still in lockdown so that's not possible but maybe I, mean, I could do two meters <laughs> uh, I don't know like I think it would be really now that would be nerve-wracking you would really need to trust the person who's setting you up though who's recommending them yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. um but yeah like dating is first dates is a whole topic in itself Uh like isn't it like I just think they're hilarious I I I, most of the time I have been completely utterly scundered but I've still not regretted going on them well other than a couple a couple (laughs) of bad ones (laughs) but like see the thing is nowadays I'm like how do I meet someone like if it's not online do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I go out on a night out with my friends, but we're out as a group, and most of them are in relationships, and I can't, like, sort of, like, go up and chat to a group of guys and just mm-hmm. stand there, because I'll be by myself, and I'll just look like Yeah, a that's weirdo. the thing. I think, like, because we're not, you know, we're kind of settled in our jobs, we're settled in our friendship groups, and you kind of have you're settled in like your social media friends as well like mm-hmm. it's not like you go about like adding loads of new people or like that you're in new places like yeah it actually sounds a wee bit sad that we're not really exposed to social situations that we're not already used to like but mm-hmm. I suppose that's just whenever you're you know at this age and like you're used to certain things but yeah it's hot you know this this I find this when I was single where where do you even meet new people and like how do you how do you go about that like because if you're not into online dating then that can be that can be hard I know like I I obviously have the online dating apps like I have them but like 
I don't use them to like their full advantage or potential and I I would find it like I would see when I go on holiday right see when I go on holiday any place that I've went to to like live I have met someone straight away without using dating apps like instead of them mm-hmm. and dated them. what do you mean what do you what do you mean like right you've stayed with them right away or <laughs> oh my god said, are like, you are you a body boiler <laughs> <laughs> what is the definition of a bunny boiler <laughs> it's like I think a bunny boiler is like whenever you like meet someone and like you immediately like latch onto them and like melt their head. <laughs> um, guilty. Oh my god, Anya. But, I know, I know, but you know what? It's never been in Belfast. Like, I've never had like a, I've never dated anyone for longer than like two or three dates in Belfast. So, um, so it I doesn't really count if it's not in the country. Doesn't cu- exactly. It does not count if it's not in the country. Well put, thank you for that. Well, that's the, that's your kind of like get out free pass, like your, your free pass for it is, for dating. Definitely. Um, yeah, I think that the, but then it's this whole thing that whenever you go away or you live abroad or like you're away for the summer, like you're like, everything is 10 times more heightened because... Absolutely you're more you're more prone to be open-minded to meet new people when you're abroad you know yourself Mm -hmm. when you go on holiday even like you're you're more like if someone walked up to you in a bar to talk to you on your holiday you probably wouldn't treat them the same way that they would if you were in like the national and someone came up in the smoking area to talk to you like you're you have a lot you're just in a in better form and you're more willing to like chat to people that are different you Mm -hmm. know so obviously and then who doesn't love like a wee summer romance or like a holiday fling like you're obviously gonna be like yolo i know i was thinking about what you were saying there about um like if it was in a bar and in abroad in a bar in belfast like see if see if someone comes to me in bar in belfast i probably roll my eyes and tell them go away yeah you would but exactly why i don't meet anyone exactly but you would do that like it's really bad but you would actually do that even if they were like pretty decent looking i know because you would be too scundered you wouldn't you'd be like, like you hey you're so creepy <laughs> yeah well like, i wouldn't go that far like but i would i would probably not be like enthusiastic to see yeah. someone walking over to me it's just that thing where you go out with your friends or you go out with a friend or like just anyone and you, you're just not in that mind frame to like meet new people but i suppose mm-hmm. like it's what you make it like if you go out and you're like right I'm gonna I'm gonna see what happens because I'm sure there are people that go out with that sole intention. The people that walk up oh, to yeah. you have went out that night with that sole intel- intention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're definitely out there. I know me and my friend Kira were talking about going on a wee singles night out when lockdown's over. Mm-hmm. Trying to find us a man. Well, I can I can come, but I can be like your wing woman. You just set me up on this blind date you're teasing me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay so we've established that you're a bunny boiler a bit uh that you prefer foreign guys so sorry belfast boys you just don't have a chance with our beautiful anya (laughs) well uh, i'll take it i'll take a um southerner because the southern accent is the one 100 percent. i feel like i've fell in love with the southern accent after binge watching normal people it was so good how good was that it just like it it reminded me of like being like 
in school and being I didn't have that much sex in school um but like just being <laughs> that age where like you're like you just feel everything so deeply like when yeah. someone dumps you when you're 17 16 you just you feel it to your absolute core don't you I know yeah yeah but well no I didn't have my first relationship till I was 19 so stop yeah God, don't even chat. This is a ha- absolutely different podcast that we can chat about all this in. Yeah, we're, I could we're go on and on and on. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking relationships here. This one is purely about dating. It's all the fun stuff that happens at the start of you meeting someone. We are not going to be talking about boring relationship shite. Oh my God, that sounds really bad. I am in a it relationship does. and I am very, very happy. I mean, like, I just thought about <laughs> Um, so do you think that once um, lockdown's lifted that you will be a little bit more open-minded to going out and letting people come up to you in a bar and chat you up and ask you out on a date? Probably not. <laughs> no, the only reason, I'm, but the only reason I'm saying that is because <clears throat> like whenever lockdown's over, probably not until the end of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And I plan on going away next year. Like, I plan on leaving the country. Oh, I hope my mummy doesn't listen to this. Have you not told her yet? Uh, I haven't really told anyone. Oh, right, okay. Where are you but, going? <laughs> so, I don't know yet. I don't know. But I'm planning on, like, when I finish my degree, like, up and leaving and going travelling or, or going to live somewhere else for a while. So I don't think it would be a good idea for me to actively look for something when I know that I'm not going to be able to maintain it like that's mm-hmm. that's the thing like if if I was to start seeing someone I would make my intentions clear straight away sort of thing yeah. like what 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 do you think about about that um I I kind of I would I would agree with both sides I I am the type of person that if I meet someone and we're chatting and we're going out on dates and we're getting on well, I would I like to know where I stand pretty early on. I'm not mm-hmm. talking, you know, when a one weekend I'm like, what is this? But yeah. it's more so like I I kind of yeah I have I'm a bit of a control freak, so that part of that part is quite challenging for me. Like I I need to know what people's intentions are. I want to Did- know what people's intentions are because if it's not. If you're not on the same page with someone, then it is quite difficult to kind of uh, see where it goes. Though that's the thing. Most of the time, things don't work out, not because you aren't compatible, but because it's just bad timing, you know, because you mm-hmm. can get on like a, like really, really well. But what you kind of want out of the the relationship can be completely different. And that's really yeah. what make or breaks whenever you meet someone and mm-hmm. whether or not it's going to go any further or not. So... Yeah, I like to say that um, I'd like for people to make their intentions clear. But then again, I'm conscious that not everybody knows off the bat either. Do you know what I mean? And you can't yeah, definitely. Be, you, you can't expect people to meet you and like automatically know whether they wanted to go somewhere or they don't want it to go somewhere. Like that's pressure yeah. that is you know it's not reasonable to like expect someone to to be like that. But again, mm-hmm. you kind of have to have like a vague you know if you're telling me that you're going traveling and two months then it's definitely off the cards yeah um, and if you don't if, yeah but if you if you don't if you don't tell someone that then that's a bit shit because you kind of know already but I would say like in general terms it's kind of trying to get that balance between being honest about kind of where you are and what you'd kind of like out of it without being too pushy yeah well see to be honest like 
you were saying like you'll you might not know until like a couple of dates in but see for me it's so weird because the people who I've ended up actually dating is people who I have such an emotional and physical connection to like the first time I see them so if, oh really if, yeah it's so you're like a love at con- first sight person yeah sort of like but it's hard for me to continue on something if that's if both of them elements aren't there for me do you know what I mean yeah yeah I get you so like if you don't initially feel like that oh my god I love you yeah. basically you you don't really you aren't as interested to kind of like figure it out mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I get you no I I always kind of give it the benefit of the doubt like I I wouldn't be like I wouldn't go out with someone and give it a chance if I knew like categorically that I had I wasn't attracted to them or mm-hmm. they were just not my type of people but I'd always kind of be kind of open-minded to it if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like you can never really tell as well at the start whether someone's like being awkward or you know you kind of have to I don't know I I always give it a wee go but yeah I I totally get what you mean like for in order to kind of like be like right this is serious you have to it has to be like a wow moment doesn't it where you're like yeah yeah you're just really into someone basically and that ladies and gentlemen is why I'm still single (laughs) <laughs> you have very very high 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 expectations from meeting someone for the first time but that's not that's not a bad thing either do you know what though it's worked in the past so actually yeah. has it <laughs> probably not maybe <laughs> are, are you single or <laughs> oh god don't even chat no but this is the thing like i think that everyone should stick to their own kind of standards and their own as long as they're honest about them you know I don't see that there's anything wrong with what you're doing because you know that's how that's how you feel that you're gonna have like a successful relationship you know and if that's how you feel then that's how you should you should go in into it so yeah Mm -hmm. I totally get that and have you had like a wow first date where you've been like like a wow first date where like you've went out with someone and they've been and you've just you've had that feeling nothing jumps out to me no have you had any like really terrible dates really terrible dates um dating would you call it i i mean i actually had a, a, an all right date where this guy took me to um sticks and stones for dinner and um so I was obviously thinking that I was a top drinker and um he ordered a bottle of wine to the table and I'm not joking I don't drink wine like I do see see before that I had never drank wine before ever Mm -hmm. and um we were like a bottle of wine down and I swear like see after dinner I'm complete blackout like like blackout (gasps) I I can't remember anything it was awful oh no did you end up home <laughs> <laughs> okay okay no we're just comment. gonna leave it at that guys no, no comment. comment but here <laughs> shit happens like sometimes look sometimes you're out in a date you know you know how it is you know he's nice you're getting on great it's a uh-huh. laugh the drinks are flowing the shots are flowing and you know it gets to a point where you're like don't do it 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 and you've slept with them <laughs> like anyone that says this has not happened to them i'm sorry guys. they lie like, they lie don't don't um don't lie to us don't lie no. to us but look yeah 
sometimes yeah sometimes dates can get kind of messy i'll actually i'll tell you a story about probably the most awkward dating experience that i've ever ever had Good. i'm looking forward to this i'm i'm trying to think of the best one but no i'll start with like the most the best awkward one, one so you've plenty <laughs> no like the best dating experience and then the worst dating experience <laughs> okay so the worst one that i can think of at the minute okay so um, I met this guy online uh, I think he's like slid into the DMs at one point and asked me out on a date and I was like why not um, so he says he'd take me out for dinner and drinks and I got ready you know like was like super like dressed up had a dress on heels I knew it was going to be kind of fancy because it was like dinner and drinks so yeah kind of wanted to impress as you do on a first date um but I just didn't realize how fancy it was gonna be so first of all he said he would pick me up at my house and I was like right fine I assumed that he was coming in a taxi and uh he texts me he's like I'm outside and I walk outside and it's like this black Mercedes and automatically I'm thinking oh my god is this like his friend's car is his friend dropping us into because it it wasn't a taxi I get into the car and um it's not a taxi it's a, a private driver in no. a suit that is Get away <laughs> no that's not the best part a private driver in a suit that is calling him only by his surname <laughs> the guy that's taking me <laughs> like mr such and such where are we going now like <laughs> where do you think you are the upraised end Anya, I live in West Belfast, so picking me up in a fucking private car is, like, never going to be acceptable. Like, ever, ever, ever. Like, it's West Belfast, come on. That's not the best part. So, I was I was so mortified. Like, I was purple in this car because I realised what was going on. And I didn't actually know where we were going for food. I just knew it was going to be dinner and drinks. And... It was somewhere like way too fancy. Like it, I knew kind of where we were going, but like that part of the restaurant, it was just, it was so intense. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I couldn't even eat the meal because it, it was like so quiet as well. Cause I was like, I didn't even want to, like I was like scared of like chewing out loud. It was the most awkward thing ever. <laughs> and then not only that there, but like he reached into his pocket and like pulled out like a wad of money with a clip, <sighs> not even. <laughs> and set it on the table like as in oh that was like really hurting me like in oh my, my god pocket. as in like oh my god look I'm just gonna set all my money what not what? even in a not even in a wallet it had like a money clip I've never seen anything like it before I didn't even know you could get a money clip because obviously it was like a wad of money oh and I god. was fucking mortified I was like is this guy for fucking real I was trying to figure out if he genuinely did have a lot of money or mm-hmm. like someone that has a lot of money doesn't show it off like that that yeah. is just a no-go so the whole entire day I was absolutely cut to the bone Stop. <laughs> black it was the most awkward date I have ever been on. It was like, I think about it now. It's a great story to tell, but I yeah. think about it now and I cringe so hard. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> Do you want to hear about um, my lockdown dating experience? Like what, I had you, a date, like, pretend date in like... lockdown. <laughs> no. Was it like a face Right, well, it wasn't, right, so it wasn't like actually planned or anything, but... um. We were chatting, I like met him on Hinge and we were chatting away and um I was 
absolutely I don't know see at the start of lockdown I was getting so paralytic in the house I don't know what was going on like drinking um, yeah like drinking and just like getting so drunk that I was ruining your life by myself ruining my life like how can you wake up with a fear and you're not even out right (laughs) (laughs) honestly so I um was texting away and obviously you know like house party was around at the time like it Mm -hmm. was like really big so I was like uh I was like come on on to house party but I was steaming like I was proper blocked oh, I was like come no. on on to house party and um he was like I don't have it I was like all oh, right okay I download it <laughs> <laughs> so he so downloaded it and we were just sitting there chatting away and playing games and all and I was god knows what I was saying like actually god knows and um you know the way you can enter somebody else's room in house party if you don't lock it no, I I didn't do this right. on house party, so but explain it to me. You can um your room's unlocked, right? Unless okay. you manually lock it, and anyone who is on your friends list can come and join your room. <gasps> oh, so please here's don't me tell me sitting. like your mum like joined no, the party. No, God, God, she doesn't even know how to work it. She doesn't even know how to work <laughs> Um, no, just sitting there and like having a gag. Um, and next thing you know my two friends just joined the room and like just came <gasps> oh. in and started laughing and I was like <sighs> I was cut to the bone and I well, was at like least, at least they were your friends can you imagine if two of his friends joined and it was just I probably would talking shit but I probably would have like not got as embarrassed if it was his friends <laughs> because it was oh. my friends I was like so scundered and then um, safe to say like I didn't hear from him for a couple of days after I was like, mm-hmm. you got totally I woke up with the, I got ghosted for a couple of days, and I woke up with the fear, like I mean, the fear the next day, being like, why, like why did I do that to myself? Like that is not even normal. Oh my god, like you're the first person I've heard of getting ghosted in lockdown. Well, I suppose oh, no. it might have happened to a lot of people, but oh my god, I've got ghosted like three times in lockdown already. Oh my god, stop! You I must swear. be a melter. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I was actually, I was actually um, reading this uh, dating blog. It just popped up on my Instagram, and um, it had this like blog post with all different dating terms. And I thought it was so funny. I need to read some of these ideas. Right. So this is ghosting related. Related. So everybody knows what is ghosting. It's basically when someone just goes completely MIA on you. <laughs> Anya, Anya, Anya. This is like a story of your life. But here, these these are brilliant. So not only is there ghosting now, but there's also a thing called orbiting, which is when someone continues to follow you despite having ghosted you. (laughs) What? Like, but like, do you mean like following them like on social media? Yeah. So you you not only get ghosted, but you're on Uh like you put up a like an Instagram story and you see that like they're the first person that views your story, even though it's them that have completely like (laughs) took themselves out of the situation. They continue to do that and they continue. I have a few orbiters. Oh, is it? It's the worst thing ever. It's like make up your mind. You've either ghosted (laughs) me or you haven't. Like you can't be like orbiting like I know it's like unfollow me don't orbit yeah don't do it so okay so 
I don't know if if anyone has been orbited or ghosted, please get in touch with us and tell us your stories because these are brilliant. <laughs> so this is this is another one. So related term to ghosting, it's zombieing, which ma- basically means when communication is resumed out of the blue. So when someone who has ghosted you just all, like out of the blue just thinks Pops it's up. okay to be like oh uh, yeah sorry I forgot the text back like five months ago but yeah I was like busy and work but oh my god that's the worst no I'm all like no I'm not for that I'm not about that I hate when people do that but I do too so oh my god okay so the one time that I was properly like heartbroken about being ghosted was from this guy and I funny enough I met him out at a bar I was with my mum and she played Cupid and was like you know chatting to him and like encouraged him to like get his Instagram out and was like get my ins- oh my god she's so hilarious in, in those types of situations <laughs> she's so scundered with her own dating life but like see where anyone else is concerned she's like the best wing woman so we were out at the time and I started chatting to this guy, we went on a date, he ghosted me and then he like popped up a year later and I was like giving him, how stupid am I, like I was like giving him the benefit of the doubt and he fucking ghosted me again, like again? it's like a double ghosting, I was like, I was fucking heartbroken. <laughs> that is actually brilliant, twice. Oh god, so he Not ghosted. Once, but twice. Yeah, not once, but twice. And, like, me stupid bitch just thought he was just going to come back on the scene like a zombie. And, like, I was... And, yeah, everything was just going to be forgot about. Um, Or, okay, listen, I actually think this is something that you may have done because you said you're a bit of a bunny boiler. So, another term that's related to ghosting that I've seen was ghost busting, which is basically (laughs) when you force someone to reply to you. So... (laughs) So whether that's like whether that's like calling them out or actually I don't know if like you've triple been texting, drink- yeah, like if you're like, is there any need for you fucking goes to me or something? Like, <laughs> have oh you ever God. done that to anyone? Like, I mean, obviously, <laughs> but like, I I can't even think about who it was because there was probably multiple. Yeah, like, are you actually fucking serious? Oh my like, God, I'm a you, oh, I think, I think whenever, yeah. So when this guy actually ghosted me, I think there was a period of when he resurfaced uh, onto fucking planet Earth that I was kind of like, oh, like trying to breach the subject about what had happened, and he was just completely like, what do you mean, like? nothing like that ever happens <laughs> but oh I was like God. adamantly trying to get some sort of response out of him which you know should have really told me from the get-go that he had absolutely no intentions of it not happening again <laughs> <laughs> okay so there's actually there's actually some cracking terms on this um this dating blog I have to go through some of these with you and we right, can okay. chat about if we have been guilty or not at okay so okay so cushioning is having a second option to hand should your relationship fail so basically <gasps> someone as like a backup plan like a plan b so oh no i am 100 percent guilty of having <gasps> done this in the past are you yeah i i, I have i <gasps> you have cheeky had, little monkey i've had a cushion x that <gasps> yeah one like 100 but i'm talking about years ago this was like when we were younger and you know used to like break up and get back together and break up and get back together but 100 had a cushion x that we, we never actually every time that i broke up with someone we just used to hang out together and like make mm-hmm. each other feel okay for being single again but like it was never romantic or anything so yeah i suppose it's like like a half a cushion 
come on, you, you no, definitely... No. no, you can't have half a cushion. It's a cushion or it's a no cushion. <laughs> okay, it was totally a cushion. But like, please, like as you're going to tell me that you don't have that one person to hand that is always there should you ever need like a bit of like moral support after being dumped or after something going sour. Yeah, but not romantically. Mm. Not like not romantically. It? No, I have a I have like a boy best friend who is obviously always there for me regardless, but we have no romantic feelings toward like towards each other at all. Oh my like god, he... I feel like such a dick. You are? <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody else had a cushion? Please let us know. Please make me feel better. There's bound to be people out there that have that one person, whether it's romantic or not, that they kind of go back to. Uh, not anymore. This is a, a long time ago anyway. So, um, okay, and next, the next term for you is breadcrumbing, which is leaving someone hopeful um, of keeping the relationship alive by offering just the right amount of attention. So you're sprinkling the breadcrumbs mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and you're and like, just lapping you do- it up. Yeah, because you don't want to, you don't want to cut it off. You want to have something. Well, that is a bit of a cushion in itself, if you think about it. Yeah, I think I've been on both ends of that. Like, I've been the breadcrumber and the breadcrumby. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, I think it's that thing about whenever you're dating someone and they're just not making any type of yeah. intentions clear and it's just yeah. like complete and utter breadcrumbs. Um, okay, so the next one here is, oh, this is a good one. Okay, so this is a boomerang. So a person who never initially responded to you, but whose relationship has ended and then they've been <gasps> straight back running. Oh. I have definitely been victim of a boomerang. There was uh-huh. a guy that he used to, as soon as he was in a relationship with his missus, I was deleted. And then uh-huh. as soon as they broke up, I was added again, even though we never even, I think we like, oh my God. I think I maybe like kissed them on a night out or something once. Mm-hmm. And I actually just thought it was so much effort for nothing because we never even met each other after that. So to go all the way of, to, to make the effort to delete me every time that they were together, we never actually talked anyway. So it was completely uh-huh. pointless. So he was just maybe delete me and add me back in again, just to orbit. Yeah, I think I've literally like I've had loads of these as well. But do you know what I find about most of them? They'll they'll follow you on Instagram and they'll add you on Snapchat, right? And they'll mm-hmm. snap you all the time and not like any of your photos because they don't want to leave a trail. They only want to leave a trail uh... on Snapchat in case they get back with their partner. Oh, that's right. Bad. And then as soon as they get back, it's an unfollow and it's an <clears throat> it's an unfriend for you. But that kind of ties into the next term that I find here, which is, okay, this one's a good one, micro-cheating. So it's hiding <gasps> stuff from your partner, such as messaging an ex, liking pictures, comments, and DMs, and kind of saying, you know, oh, but they're not, it's not romantic. So that's kind of like micro-cheating. That is, mm-hmm. a, that is definitely 100% a thing. It is definitely a thing. I have never, ever, ever done it, but I know that obviously I've been cheated on, so I know people have um have done it to me, and but I've is is micro cheating a thing when you're hiding, like speaking to someone, like speaking to a boy who your friends don't approve of. Oh, that's interesting. And why would they not approve of them? Is it are they were they a bit of an asshole? Like or? it was no, yeah, but like it was an ex. That they oh, would have wanted me to text. Okay. Do you know what this I mean? is a really, really good topic because I feel like 
this is something that I have experienced with my friends so many times in the past and it's the fear when you are back together with an ex or you're talking to an ex that your friends mm-hmm. are going to fall out with you for it mm-hmm. when in reality like I'm such a big advocate of like I would rather hear the biz firsthand from mm-hmm. you rather than you feel like you have to hide it. Like, no matter what, I always feel like you don't really know what's happening in someone else's relationship. You know, yeah. you can't be the person to be like, oh, well, I told you he was a dick or I told you so. And I don't, you know, it's just, it's just such a dicky thing to do. Like, mm-hmm. be there mm-hmm. for your friend, you know, uh, let them make their mistakes and let it run its course because it's not about how big of a mistake that the ex makes. It's whether or not your friend is ready to let the relationship go. And it yeah. just, it could be a case that it hasn't run its course and mm-hmm. you, you just have to start you know you have to be there when that happens I don't know I feel really passionately about this because I know <laughs> people it's just it bugs me when it bugs me when people that I know don't tell me things like that yeah. because they assume that I'm going to crack up and I, I have always been like don't ever think that I know I know but <clears throat> from my perspective like if I've like ear you to the death about how much I hate this person and then there's me going and turning around and being like oh, sneaky text sneaky text yeah well here no but i mean it is it's super awkward whenever you're slobbering about someone and then you're like oh but it wasn't really that big of a deal it was at the time they're only here in the extremes they're not hearing everything that happened in between so you can't really make a judgment on that um oh let me see if there's any other good dating terms here so uh oh this one i wonder if you've had this so using a dating app to date in a new country as well as taking in the local hotspots. So have you used a dating app to find new people in like where you've moved to? Sorry, as in like if I like if I moved uh, away, have I like opened up a dating app? Yeah, like a tour guide seeker. Yeah, absolutely. Even when you go on a holiday and all. I actually, there was a girl that I used to work with who moved away and told me that she'd done this on Tinder and she met loads of friends and stuff and I thought that mm. was such a good idea because you're, you, obviously you have to be careful and you can't just meet anybody that you know you yeah. come across but it's such a good idea to meet people in that location that you know you wouldn't otherwise. I, I just mm-hmm. thought it was really interesting. Yeah, no, I've definitely done it. I've done it like most places have been too. Like, yeah, definitely. I think, why not? Okay, so the next term that I found here um, on that dating <laughs> blog is kitten fishing. So, kitten fishing. So it must be like, it's like a, a baby cat. It's like a better version of cat fishing. So it's right. kitten fishing. So this is using old or heavily edited photos to present a less than accurate profile. So I think mm. everyone has the anxiety of being like, everybody uses filters well maybe not everybody yeah. but most people do a little touch up on their photos like I am mm-hmm. definitely guilty of that mm-hmm. I I do like do you ever get that feeling like whenever you meet people that have never met you before in real life and think yeah I wonder if I look exactly like my photos mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're you're all you're not going to look exactly like your photos and nobody is like that's just not true but like see the thing is like see people using old photos from I'm not even joking I have seen a lot of people who I know on like the likes of tinder who are like know them to this day and they're using photos from I'm not joking about eight or nine years ago and they do not look like that anymore and I'm like like that that girl or that boy who you're going to start chatting to on tinder is going to think you look like the person you do in your profile picture and that is not true i was like why could you not just be honest and like 
to like take a, a picture of yourself like in your recent form i know people are obviously probably like self-conscious and stuff of what way they look but like that's leading people on yeah yeah and then it plays into this whole thing well i suppose why can't you be open-minded like if they if they look similar but like not exactly the same you know maybe mm-hmm. like it's not like you can turn around and go um you look a little bit older than your picture yeah. like you sound like an absolute asshole i know <laughs> if I know. you say something like that okay so i've definitely done this next one and it is free climbing so stalking social media accounts for the upper hand before meeting a person for the first time oh my is that not just normal like that is normal life like 100 percent. i have i have definitely been so deep into someone's timeline that i'm like i wonder if they ended up going to portugal after the wedding in 2011 (laughs) with their cousins no (laughs) have you have you no have you ever had the fear of like getting so deep and i've i've liked stuff by accident (gasps) like no i'm not joking and do you know what i had to go on and do i had to go on and um like obviously unlike the photo and then block them for a while so the notification <gasps> wouldn't come up oh my, that's like extreme <laughs> free climbing like you're Isn't like that, that so is bad? dangerous yeah that, like that is bad you 100 percent get that anxiety of like accidentally liking something but, but, it, it's, but it's also the anxiety of you know them saying something about something that they've done before and you've been like yeah i know yeah no <laughs> did you have fun <laughs> <laughs> i remember whenever you went there and they're like that was like four years ago how did you know that <laughs> but you do you oh, do that you do you ever do a thing where you're like oh i, I think i seen something that you like you know you kind of try and bring it about very mm-hmm. casually that you've mm-hmm. definitely figured out what they done and you know exactly where they went and yeah. how long they went for but you kind of bring it into the conversation like oh yeah i, I thought i seen something about that online you know <laughs> You know everyone who um he went on his boys' holiday with in like my life two thousand and fourteen, and who they were all dating at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, no. Listen, have you ever been as bad as stalking the account and finding the like finding their ex girlfriend on their account and stalking her too? <laughs> oh my god, that's bad. <laughs> that is bad. But yeah, I need. Let's be honest. I, uh, yeah. It's it's not it's it's natural. Anyone who says they don't is a liar. Like you've, you're all land. You're land yourselves. One hundred percent free climbed their sisters, exes, brothers, ma's, everything. <laughs> you you gotta you gotta get a like a you know, a full view. Like you need to get the bigger picture, you know. I know. Okay, so this last one of the terms is thirst trap. Okay, so a trap laid to gain attention of a crush. Um, so you've put out a photo that you you're totally like I this selfie is absolutely bomb so sexy like <laughs> look at me if I don't get a DM off the back of this selfie I, I don't even know what to do with my life anymore <laughs> absolutely I yeah who who hasn't done that 100%. and then you'd be pure fumigated if nobody replies <laughs> fumigated 100% 100% like we've all been there like let's not lie we have all tried to manipulate the system I have shaved my legs for a photo just to get your attention (laughs) no oh my god like was it a photo of your legs or was (laughs) no no I don't know no like when you get a shower and like you you shave your legs and all and then you get out and make yourself all gorgeous and take a wee photo and 
Oh, like nobody likes her. Oh God, like so much effort, so much effort. So sad. But then, but then you get the the confidence boost when they do reply, and you're like, ah, yes. I was like, my work here is done. Yeah, and you're like, oh Jesus, I'm so good at this. Like mm-hmm. I should be professional thirst trapper. God, we crave attention so much. It's not. <laughs> I think like I don't even. I think it's just like whenever you have there's that person that you're like you know you're kind of trying to lure them in oh god we sound like no no like i just crave attention predators. <laughs> what i just crave attention all the time and do you i'm like attention i don't know, i'm the opposite like i am like i i need my me time so much well i think it's maybe just you know so much worse now because of lockdown and Mm-hmm. like I'm living with my boyfriend so I don't even know how we haven't like killed each other yet because like we're on the border <laughs> but I, I'm like one of those people that's just like I need my I need my reading my book time I need my walking with headphones in like I just I need I need more me time than I ever need social time or around mm-hmm. anybody else yeah but it's nice it's nice to get like a, an acknowledgement of being like a text or you know like a bit of like a yeah something yeah. So you recently you done a bit of a kind of dating and relationship poll on your Instagram and you got I a good few responses on this, didn't you? Here, I'm not joking. Like, see, I did like a, a a story like a couple of days before, and the one that I got most response on was ghosting. So I was like, you know what? I'll I'll actually do a whole sort of like day of stories and questions dedicated to like online dating. Right. So okay. I put up like loads of um. I put up a question box and asked people to tell me sort of things they thought about dating and like what was going on for them and all this so put up a couple of questions I'll read some of them out to you and I'll read the responses now there was probably about three to four hundred people voting on them so okay. there was so they all voted I always put a poll at the end of it so they could say yes or no or agree or disagree something like mm-hmm. that so some of the things about online dating were People don't try and get to know you before they want sex, right? And mm-hmm. 82% said yes. Oh. And 18% said no. Well, there are dirt birds out there that are only after uh-huh. one thing. And I don't know, I think that's kind of like a universal thing. I don't even think yeah. it's specifically to a certain person. or. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people but have n- needs and that's kind of how they go about and... I know, but see, people were being really contradictive of themselves on the poll, right? So because eighty-two percent said people are just wanting sex, and then I and somebody wrote it serves its purpose, and I wrote, but what is the purpose? Like, what, what, what do you think the purpose is of like online dating is? And me, I said sex or meeting someone, and twenty-seven percent said sex, and seventy-three percent percent said meeting someone. So I'm like, hmm, how can that be? How Mm -hmm. can that be? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that you know, for a I for a lot of people, people's perception of online dating is just purely sex. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people's perception of it. Um, and I think that's the stigma with it as well because like that's what I felt like if you if you went on like Tinder or something and you were like oh to get a wee date or to get like a bit of a flirt like does that mm-hmm. automatically put you in a category that you're just looking for someone to have sex with you know like yep. do, is that something that like but that's that was that's what's always put me off online dating because it's like does uh-huh. that automatically just give the signal to people that like that's what i want and that's it 
Yeah, I know. I had a couple of ones being like, so it is 95% ghosting, narcissistic, egotistical, crazy people that look for an ego boost. <laughs> someone someone wrote that as a response? Yeah, yeah. I was like, how many big words can you fit in a sentence here? Well, this person has obviously had a really rough time with online <laughs> dating and is like taking it out with the world. So. I know. <laughs> I, I know. think that's like a ninety-five percent are ghosting, narcissistic, uh-huh. egotistical, crazy people. This yep. person has had a real rough date or mm-hmm. like a real rough conversation with someone. <laughs> I know. So I'll just go through like another two more because there's loads here to want to bore you all. So, um, one that I really really appreciated somebody writing in being like is it acceptable for the girl to start the conversation and 98 people percent or 98 percent said yes and two percent said no and see the two percent go on and shite yeah I think that shouldn't even be a question like should I know like but obviously it's a stigma around boys should always be starting the conversation when that's not that's just not how it goes anymore yeah saying that there it is it is that whole thing about putting yourself out there and are you willing to just like bite the bullet and go yeah hi are you interested hi i fancy you yeah yeah see that's why um like bumble's a good one for girls to use because the girl is forced to start the conversation oh so they are boys aren't allowed to start the conversation if you match with Mm -hmm. someone if the only the only way you can talk to them is if if you start the conversation first Mm mm-hmm and you you also had a question and it, it said um, talking to someone and saying they follow 17 of your mates obviously through the dating site that is such a turn off isn't it like it's such a turn off like even or do you know what my pet hate is is like anytime that I was on Tinder especially because of my name like you like I you know you put yeah. in E-L-P-I-T and it's that's that's the only result yep. in the UK like yeah I can't I like I can't do stealth mode <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I so I would have got not a lot but I would have got a few people that I didn't swipe for that would add me on Instagram or add me on Facebook and like that like that is so creepy like I know. I, I know. obviously haven't shown an interest on it. Don't follow me on Instagram. And then you go on and you see how many other girls they follow, and you probably think the same. And yeah. it's like, oh no, that's like super stalker. Like that is super stalker. Like mm-hmm. because <clears throat> on most them you can only get your first name. And like, I'm sorry, but like, why would you just go and search for my name? Like, if I didn't match with you, I can totally understand if you did when I did match with you mm-hmm. but like follow me and, and like sliding into my DMs and like trying to start a conversation there mm-hmm. I'm like uh, I'm sorry but like I'm just not for that you know have you ever like been on something and then like someone that you know has popped up and like oh, yeah. swiped for them do you know what I like see see people I don't know it's weird like see boys yeah I know I would swipe yes for them because I know them but like I would never start a conversation they would never start a conversation with me <laughs> it's so weird so what is it for like just like emotional support that you're like oh well if all else fails you have one fan just like oh I'm acknowledging that you're here happy days oh, really? <laughs> oh I didn't know that was the thing I, I I matched with someone that I already knew prior on tinder and we ended up out in a couple of dates and it was grand like but it was just like yeah what was the point in that like we could have just struck up a conversation I outside i know so this is all like this episode has been very much like dating related um which uh-huh. is kind of i don't want to say your forte because 
you haven't said uh, that so it far. is not I'm not joking it is not my forte at all <laughs> right I am single and the reason why I'm single is because I don't date yeah look <laughs> I think that your your 2020 post Rona post end of the world um resolution <laughs> should be um should be to be a li- little bit more open to going out on dates okay I think so I, I think will that's a good a good start definitely keep it in mind if you set me up on a blind date I will go if you set me up on a blind date I'll go okay I am going to I'm going to try and see if I know anyone that is but just make make Uh sure they're nice yeah yeah I'm really excited for you so I will yes I will look into it for you oh my god I'm really (laughs) excited like anybody anybody that's listening if you think that you have a good like a dating person for (laughs) don't try and slide into my DMs if you're a boy and you're listening to this why not see you're already putting like people <laughs> off coming anywhere near you this is why you're single <laughs> like you have to be a little bit more open. right okay i'll be open okay just I'll say look don't don't make it obvious guys just kind of you know slide into the dms you know kind of quite not too full-on <laughs> Well, that's kind of all from our little dating podcast. We hope that you enjoyed some of our absolute fails and our general thoughts on dating, online dating, and our little um, word <coughs> dictionary, our dating dictionary. So exactly. if you have any cracking stories for us, please like send them in to us. Or if you have any words of your own or if you had mm-hmm. anything like that um please let us know our podcast is available on um spotify youtube and apple Podcasts. on apple Podcasts, you can actually leave us a wee review which would be great because that helps us get found and yeah and on youtube as well please you can leave a wee review and give a wee Mm -hmm. thumbs up for us that will attract more as well Mm-hmm. We'd be really grateful if you give us uh, any feedback and don't be afraid to DM us or comment or anything like that there. So or set me up on a blind date. 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone who's um, tuned in to our second episode. We hope you enjoyed it and you will be hearing from us again next Monday. Um, we'll have episodes out every Monday. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.